Hello, friends. This is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place for you to learn more about Him and to grow in your relationship with Him. If you find the podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement, and you will be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of our Equippers International podcast. We're in the book of Romans, and we're in chapter 4. I'm going to read quite a long section of Scripture today. We're going to finish chapter 4 today. So let's start reading there where we left off in our last episode there in verse 18. I'm going to read through the remainder of the chapter. In hope against hope, he believed so that he might become a father of many nations according to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet, with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Therefore, it was also credited to him as righteousness. Now, not for his namesake only was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also, to whom it will be credited as those who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered over because of our transgressions and was raised because of our justification. Well, it is a lengthy passage, and it is a narrative that Paul's giving, a historical narrative, on Abraham. In verse 18, he starts by saying, in hope against hope, he believed. Now, he's talking about Abraham. He just said in verses 16 and 17, we saw in the previous episode, that it is those who are of the faith of Abraham who is the father of us all. And then Paul says in verse 18 that it was hope against hope that Abraham believed. And he said he believed so that he might become the father of many nations according to what was spoken. Now, there's several little points I want to make throughout this episode today, so I'm going to pick up on them one at a time. And it's a bit of... um, personal advice, if you can put it that way, or my personal opinion and how we should approach Scripture. And this is a very good place of an example of the point that I want to make in regards to how we interpret and study Scripture. As I've already mentioned, Paul is giving an historical narrative of what happened with Abraham. You remember, we covered it in detail in previous episodes, all the way back in Genesis 15, 16, and 17. And Paul says there that it was In what God spoke to Abraham, that he would be the father of many nations. And when God told him to look at the stars in the sky, and he said, so shall your descendants be. So God spoke a promise to Abraham that great would be his descendants. And then if you notice there in verse 20, it says, yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith. And then again in verse 21, being fully assured that what God had promised he was able to perform. I want to pick up on these references, specifically where he says that Abraham had hope against hope that he would become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. And then he says, 
yet with respect to the promise of God. And then he says again that he was fully assured of what God had promised him. So I want to focus on what God had spoken. And another way of saying that simply is what God promised. Three times in these short verses, Paul points out that Abraham's disposition of faith toward God was based on what God had spoken or what God had promised. Now, the first thing I want to point out is that Abraham had something to believe in. He had a promise from God. He heard from God clearly, and he demonstrated his faith in what he had heard. And I just want to encourage you in your journey with the Lord. This is, again, my opinion of how I walk with the Lord, not so much specifically in regards to interpreting Scripture, but lifting out an understanding of how to walk by faith on the practical side of life. I believe that we need to understand that our faith needs to be directed toward what God has promised us. Now, if God chooses to speak personally and intimately to us a promise, and he speaks it clearly, and we believe we've heard him, by all means, we should step out and believe him for that word. But I don't think this passage is necessarily teaching on the way that we walk by faith with God. I believe there's other very good passages that teach that. But what I do believe, and I've said it already, that this is a historical narrative. Paul is concentrating on Abraham for a very important reason, a very big reason, that he is the father of many nations, and he was the first in all the earth to receive a promise by which if he would believe it, then God would declare him as righteous. And then he becomes the example or the pattern for all other people to follow forever. And so it's very critical that we understand the magnitude of Abraham's experience with God. It's not just a simple throw-by word that God gave Abraham and Abraham chose to believe it. He did all that, but this was a very significant event, and this is why God spoke clearly to Abraham. So what am I saying in all this? I'm saying, first of all, this passage is a narrative. It is a narrative about how Abraham, the father of all people who come to faith in God, are supposed to respond to God's promise that he gave Abraham. We don't respond to become a Christian on some new promise. We respond to the same promise that if we will believe, then God will declare us righteous. This is the foundation of the gospel. And this is what Paul has been hammering for the first four chapters of Romans. And it comes to a crescendo right here in the last part of this chapter. And Paul is focusing on how very critical it was that Abraham was believing in what was spoken and promised to him. And so if we want to make application, first and foremost, I would encourage you make application directly into your believing of the gospel. You believe in God. Now, Paul links this to us very clearly, and he teaches us really how we should apply the narrative of Abraham's example to our own life, because he says right there in verse 23, now, not for his sake only, was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also, to whom it will be credited. 
as those who believe in him who raised Jesus from the dead. So there is our application. Our application is not to lift Abraham's experience out and say that we're going to somehow replicate it by applying it to all kinds of situations in our life. Yes, Abraham's situation was unique. He was very old. Obviously, God was getting ready to do a supernatural miracle through Abraham and Sarah to even bring Isaac into the world as he was promised that he would have his own natural son. So it is a very specific situation, and it can't be replicated in our own experience. So I do think that we have to be very careful how we make application from Abraham's personal experience, because Paul makes the connection clearly for us in verse 23 when he says that it was for our sakes also who will believe in him who raised Jesus from the dead. So the way I see it is God has spoken the promise to Abraham, and he has fulfilled that promise perfectly through Jesus Christ. And the gospel says that if you will believe in him who raised Jesus from the dead, then God will credit it to you as righteousness, just as he credited to Abraham his faith based on what God had promised him. Now, most of us do not have to hope against hope because we're not called to bear a child into the age of almost a hundred years old. We're not called in the natural to have to face situations so difficult to come into a faith position with God. We just have to hear the claims of the gospel and simply believe, and it will be credited to us as righteousness. So even though Abraham had a special, unique, physical, logistical situation to face in which he passed the test, he did persevere in faith. And Paul even says that he grew strong in faith, even as he looked at his physical body and he looked even at the deadness of Sarah's womb. He believed the promise of God. But that is a specific application to the gospel message. And this is exactly what Paul's driving at all throughout the book of Romans. We saw it from the very beginning, and Paul's not going to stop in this book in elucidating all the beautiful aspects of the gospel. Now, there's this last phrase, and I actually think I'm going to hold it until the next episode because it really deserves a lot more attention than just a final thought in an episode. It's verse 25 really verse 24 and 25, where he says that if we will believe in him who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead, he who was delivered over because of our transgressions and was raised because of our justification. So I'm going to stop here today and I'm going to pick up that last couple of verses in the next episode and then we'll formally finish chapter four and move into chapter five. But today I want to leave you with this simple truth again. Just as Abraham believed in God and what he would promise he would do, we as well simply need to believe. We need to have faith that God raised Jesus from the dead. And when we have that faith, it is credited just like it was to Abraham. It is credited to us as righteousness. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more. 